Morning Coffee Sipping with Shells. I am your host. And the morning show starts out your day to talk about mental health and personal growth. These topics, you might already know something about it or just getting someone else's point of view. Or maybe you don't know and this is part of your personal journey. So sit back, pour yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever you drink to get your morning going. And Morning Coffee Sipping is a recorded produce once a week. And the goal is to have a new episode every single Thursday morning. Morning Coffee Sipping with Shells. Now here is this morning's topic. On this Good Morning Coffee with Shell, we are gonna talk about stress release because this is finals week and we have a lot of release to give out. That said it completely wrong. So today we have KGRG students talking about stress release. Tell about who you are. Uh, hi, I'm Autumn. Uh, I work here at KGRG. I'm Aurelia. I'm a current student of KGRG. And I'm Amanda, another current student of KGRG. And I am Shells. I'm also a student KGRG and LC18 Radio, but that's okay. And so we are talking about stress release and it's the perfect time. How do you guys stress release it while you're in college? Cry. <laughs> yep, <say. laughs> okay cry is one of them yeah laughter laughter for sure is like yeah. a is a stress reliever like i just laugh at everything and it just it we know <laughs> okay you don't have to make it um no but yeah laughter is just it's a great stress reliever and um just last night i had like a little mental breakdown where like i cried yeah and it's like after I just felt so like comfortable, like I, I was able to like sleep well, and just like letting it all out is a way to like remove every like thing that's like on your shoulders, you know. Mm-hmm. So just like letting it out and like crying or in any other way you feel that's like safe for you, but also like is also a great way to um, express yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Um. I'm definitely the kind of person who, if I'm stressed out, I have to talk it out. So anyone who's friends with me, like, if I come to you and I'm like, okay, need to rant real quick. I'm going to take like 10 minutes to just unload and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Anyway, subject change. Um, so that's one of the things I do. But also I, um, I like to, I, when I get really stressed out or I get really anxious, I um, have to like put on headphones and just listen to music. I'm like, don't talk to me, don't touch me. I need to fully just focus on my music, and that's one way that. I so basically, stress. basically meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know some people like binge eat. You guys yeah. binge eat a lot. Um, I feel like there were some points in my life where it's just like, I just have to like eat something. Right. Like, it may not be a lot. Or sometimes it is a lot, and that's where I see, like, the gateway like, side of it. But, um, I mean, eating something that you're comfortable with or just, like, drinking a hot tea that, like, calms you down mm-hmm. is another way to, like, um, stress relief and way to relax yourself. All right. All right. I have anxiety attacks, and so sometimes I don't know how to breathe properly mm-hmm. when I'm stressed and overwhelmed. 
So do you guys get that way as well? You just don't want to breathe or? Yeah, I, I have both asthma and anxiety, which are great in combination when they happen at the oh, same yeah, time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they have happened at the same time. Like I start getting an asthma attack and then I get an anxiety attack. I'm like, I need to breathe. It's not a great combination. <laughs> Um, I hate it like when people are like, just breathe, just breathe. It's like, I'm trying. Right, you can't. <laughs> like people just tell you to like, oh, just breathe. Like if I could, I'd do it. It's like, right. th- but I thanks, can't. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you like, you break your arm and not that it's happened to me, but like you break, <laughs> you, you break your arm and people are like, oh, get better. You know, it'll get better over time. And then like when you're like sick or something or you're like, I compare breaking an arm to like depression a lot. And right. people say like, oh, you'll get better with an arm. But with depression, they just say get over it. I get that too. And they're like, oh, get over it. Like you're, you'll be fine. Just get over it. So- and it's like, it's not something you can just get over. It's, right. You have to go through it. Right. With that, they, they are different because an, a broken arm, you heal from it comparatively quick when depression's a lifelong struggle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I have, I have a depression myself, and people will get down to low. I got a lot of friends say, you're fine. Give you, give me lots and lots of cuddles and lots of, like, this is great who you are. And I have other people who are like, oh, get over it. You know, and then yeah. have like just be happy. It's like really, we are happy, but we're sad about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have to remind ourselves that we are awesome. We're great, but when you hit that depression slump and you get that to the whelming, you just you have a, just a hard time getting yourself back up, and you need your friends or someone support system that help you build that back up. How you snap out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can only be happy for so long, and then like you just. You can pretend, but it also, like, some people can see through you, like, through you and see that you're, like, kind of pretending. Mm -hmm. And, like, those people who notice that and actually reach out to you is, I give a, like, special shout out to them. That, like, they actually, like, notice what you're going through. Oh, me too. And, like, they actually come and, like, talk to you and tell you, like, what's going on. And they try to help you in any way that they can. Or even if it's just, like, being there and actually like supporting you it's it's great and i give a special thank you to like those people that are out there that actually care yeah i do too i mean i have like minimal friends on my facebook i have two facebook pages on purpose one is my friends who've known me for all of my life or practically close to it and they accept me for who i am for what i can bring to the table even my depression my anxiety everything they know go through all this stuff and they're there to back me up if i need anything i have my other one who's they're kind of like my musician business kind of thing so they don't know me that well and i want to keep it that way until they actually learn who i am they accept me for who i am and not judge me because my friends i've known all my life they don't judge me they accept me for who i am now my other friends on my other Facebook, they might accept me, but I don't know because I'm still going to know who they are. So how do you balance out that stress between, or stress relief between people you just met versus people who know you all your life? Yeah, that's um, definitely a thing that while you, you know, that song, make new friends, but keep the old, like that thing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But like, it's really hard. One thing I've been struggling with a lot lately is I, I have a couple good friends that I've been friends with for a long time, um, but most of um, 
but I've also lost a lot of friends in recent years. So I'm making new friends and it's like, do I open up to these people? Do I trust them? Do I, and kind of finding that balance of when to open up, if you should, if you should stick with these people or being a ju good judge of character, which I am not. <laughs> um, so figuring out um, the balance for new friendships. Right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love both sides of my friends, you know, private one and the open one. Just that it's, it's hard to balance out because I know that I can be a lot when I have my anxiety attacks. I know I can be. I just don't want those people to go through that yet till they actually know me possibly. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's kind of hard to do that. So, I don't know where to go for this conversation. So, pick a direction. Go, go with it. Yeah, but um, how about like, what what do you do? Because I know I also have anxiety and have anxiety attacks pretty often. What what do you do in that situation? Like, what what do you do when you're in that anxiety attack? How do you calm yourself that down from that immediate stress and panic? I run, like. I will just kind of get up and walk away, and if I'm here on campus when it happens, I go into the woods, and I'll listen to music, and I'll sing out loud no matter how off-tune I am. I had an anxiety attack last Monday over a job I was leaving. I didn't really want to be there anymore. I didn't feel like I had to be there. And I was trying my best to calm myself down, of course, when you're having anxiety, you stop breathing. And all of a sudden, I just let us say, anxiety attack of no, no more just shout out no more and I took off and of course after a calm down I wanted to cry that's my release after having an anxiety attack and then I finally text my old boss this month I apologize you witnessing your anxiety attack and I told him exactly what you know what how I was feeling and then if you want to talk about later it's open you know but that was my anxiety attack but I don't breathe until I really yell and shout vigorously about how it's feeling and just take off. So yeah, running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for me, I it's always kind of the same. For me, talking things out is my like go-to. Um, sometimes I talk myself down if I don't want to talk to anyone else. Often I'll start texting my friends, completely normal conversation, like, hey, did you hear about this? And I'm like, I'm like crying and like hyperventilating. I was texting like, haha, that's so funny. Because having a normal conversation will calm me down. Right. Um, one of my best friends has started understanding like, Autumn, you're having an anxiety attack right now, aren't you? I'm like, haha, yeah. But we're going to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but how are you doing? You're right. <laughs> One thing of that my my new housemate has noticed that I overly think things, which is mm -hmm. a, a ma major pet peeve of mine. So when I overly think things, I cannot relax. So how do you guys relax that? I don't. If I, start, <laughs> if I start overthinking, I'm on a rabbit hole. It keeps going. So, it, it's so bad. My aunt and I were both overthinkers. We're cut from the same cloth and how we overanalyze things, how we like, we're like, what about this? And what about this? It's bad when it's the two of us in the same room, especially if we're alone, because it will go on for like eight hours at a time. Oh my God. Like we've stayed up all night just like, what about this? And what about this? Overanalyzing like one minute interactions type thing and things going on and we just it, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole until someone falls asleep or someone leaves <laughs> I don't <laughs> see this is why I like having ADD because my mind will overthink and then as soon as I think about something I'm like well I could have done this and then I'll be like oh wait do you remember that bird that random bird that we had? <laughs> and my mind just takes me completely off 
Um, I'm an overthinker too, and it's so like my grandma and I are. And when we're both together, I was like, okay, what do you want to eat for dinner? And she's like, no, I'm asking you, what do you want to eat? And we go so you're indecisive. on. We're also indecisive. <laughs> and it's like, well, we can have this and have this and like like this. And it's like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna be quiet. You decide where we go. I don't care where we go to eat. You like you decide. <laughs> and um, it's like it happens for a while. And at this point in time, we've gotten used to it, you know. Right. And it's just like, okay, we're gonna go eat here. Okay, that's it. No more. <laughs> and um, if not, we're just like, okay, let's go home. We'll go cook something at home. Um, Are you indecisive but... there too? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. She knows what she's gonna cook, and if I don't want any of what she's making, I'll just cook something else for myself. And like, I tend to be more decisive at home. That's good. That's something. Yeah. That's not. No, I I tend to be. I'm definitely the decisive friend because I don't do that. I don't know what you think. I don't know. If someone says I don't know what you think or you choose, I's like, okay, I'm choosing. If you don't like it, tell me. But like. We're not doing this back and forth thing. <laughs> so it's really funny. Um, my best friend and her boyfriend are both very, very, very indecisive people. <laughs> I'm get in a relationship then. I don't know. Do I like you? I don't know. Do you like me? <laughs> literally. That is literally how it is. And it's, it's so funny because I've, I've kind of third wheeled on some of their dates. Like literally dur during one of their dates, she's like, hey, can we go pick Autumn up? Just And they just came to my house and were like, hey, you're coming with us. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, it's not like I had plans already, you know? Right, like, right. I didn't, so I was like, okay, and I went <laughs> Luckily, you didn't. Yeah, so we went shopping, and they couldn't decide on anything to buy. So I'm like, here, try this on, try this on, try this on. And then we got in the You're car. like the mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they want you there. It is. Literally, she said, I wanted to pick you up, because we have no idea what we're doing or where we're going. We're just, like, aimlessly going somewhere. <laughs> um, but... Then when we got in the car, they were like, <laughs> this is the perfect example of how me as their third wheel works. <laughs> because we got in the car and I was sitting in the back and they were talking and he was like, so do you want to go get something to eat? And she was like, I don't know, do you? He was like, I don't know, do you? I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like literally just learned it from the backseat. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Now decisions of where are we going? Oh gosh, dang it. <laughs> Okay, good. We got over the hurdle. And I was like, okay, what do you want to eat? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, my housemate, there's four restaurants we go to. We just started going to one of them. The other, the other one, we haven't even figured out who want to go that far yet. Mm -hmm. You know, and so last night, we're like, okay, we want to go to Naps. You want to go to Giuseppe's or you want to go to the Mexican restaurant we go to. I can't remember the name of it. And we're just like, I'm like, I don't know. Where do you want to go? She's like, no, I asked you. <laughs> and we ended up going to Giuseppe's last night. It's just because Loose Wheel is way too far away from where we where we live. So just like, how do I end up picking? Because normally the time we, do, we just drive to, to Naps and end the argument. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to choose. <laughs> Let the car choose, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the car choose. You're driving. You're having yeah, a wheel. So, so I'm with friends. It's like, hey, where do you want to eat? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, we're just going to drive until we find something. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, oh, I go there. Swerve to the side. <laughs> <laughs> we're going. How's a possible car accident or two? Right, oh, yeah. I do right. that all the time. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what else can you guys do to release the stress of anything besides laughing and eating? Do you have, oh, do you have a guys have a favorite meal? You go binge eat when you're stressed out. Mashed potatoes. Taco Bell. Oh, really? Taco Bell? Yeah. I, I, I have a hatred of Taco Bell, to oh. be honest. <laughs> I don't like their food. I've never liked it, but maybe that's because ever since I was a kid, I was forced to eat it maybe. whenever my family maybe, wanted yeah. it. I, I'm not a fan of Taco Bell. I like if th- There's kind of this low-key war between Taco Time and Taco Bell, and I'm Taco Time all the way. Same. <laughs> Well, it's either that or I shop my shop and spend money I don't have. That's bad. I'll yeah. eat Taco Bell. Yeah, that, yeah, that's valid. I choose McDonald's because like right there. Right <laughs> and I was like, okay, we'll get Chloe's Taco Bell and then we'll go get your McDonald's. I'm like, okay. I don't have a go-to. It's just like really? whatever is there, I'll just eat it. Like if we have like a box of cookies, like I made peanut butter cookies yesterday and um I didn't. I didn't go and grab all the cookies because I was like, my family wants them. You know, right. I'm, I'm gonna be considerate and not eat all the cookies. You left three. And no. <laughs> she left one. <laughs> they got. Um, they got donuts yesterday, so I grabbed a couple donuts and I took them to my room <laughs> while I was like crying with my mental breakdown, just like shoving donuts. Down. <laughs> it was just like I was like, I have a problem. <laughs> And then I just like I took a glass of water and um, I went and brushed my teeth again and just went to bed. It's like that crying and then like the eating is just like okay, I'm calm. I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> I hit like 1:30 in the morning and I finally like went to bed. Oh wow! And then I have a 9 a.m. class. So, oh good lord almighty! So. At least it's nine. <laughs> Yeah, 9 a.m. class, so I still got, like, what, seven hours? <laughs> I slept in through my alarm today, and then I ran into some kids, two boys from my drama class, and one of them, who's the leader, I suppose, looked at me and was just like, what are you doing here? I thought you were absent. We covered for you for our professor. I'm like, you actually know my name? You covered for me? <laughs> you see me? Oh my gosh, thank you! And I also slept through my alarm, and he's like, of course you did. I was like... I'm here almost every other day. Couldn't, I couldn't fall asleep until like 4 a.m. last night. I don't know what it was. I was just like uncomfortable. I kept like flopping around my bed for like five hours. <laughs> I just couldn't fall asleep. Um, huh. That was a problem. I got like five hours sleep though. I woke up at nine. That's not too so, bad. Not I, bad. I, I get up four or three in the morning on class days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, take, I take a bus here, so uh, I, yeah, I leave at six o'clock to get here. So I'm, I'm happy I don't live too far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't live too far away either. That's good. Um, what else can we talk about? Well, how about this? When you're so stressed out and you dwell in bed like you flip flop last night, this is like, do you sit there and dwell over whatever happened that day before? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't. I keep my mind off of it. I was like, if how I... do you do that? <laughs> I'm always on like online talking to people so it's just like I'm always in a phone call and when like my family walks in and they're like what are you doing I'm like I'm on the phone they're like on the phone with who and I was like people online and she's all like that's scary turn it off and I was like no, <laughs> no. so like I just I'm constantly in a conversation okay. so it's just like no matter what I'm doing, like I could be washing the dishes and my friends are talking to me in like in my my headphones and it's just like, okay, what are you doing now? Oh, you forgot to pick up your siblings from school. Go do that. And um, 
it's like it's just constant talking and having something in my ears at all times is like it keeps my mind blank and i just listen to them or listen to whatever i'm listening to like podcasts help me too but i've heard like what helps me more is like live conversations with people mm. so that's what's helping me now okay so like keeping my mind off of anything that's busying my mind when um when i'm at home i i spend a lot of time alone not talking to anyone maybe playing like a game on my computer or my phone but like i'm still alone in my head so i overthink things a lot i dwell on things a lot it's a big problem (laughs) and and then at a certain point i don't know what's in my head or what's like actually happening like i'm overthinking something i'm like do they think this of me? And then it's like, wait, how long have I been thinking about this? Um, did that really happen? Like, it's it's a big problem. But yeah, when when I do, you overly think anything? Uh, sometimes, and when I do, it's in like a really dark, dark place, and I uh, I do more physical activities, and they're not the healthiest types either. It's not eating. It's far worse and I've been trying to stop it um but lately if it happens late at night I can't move my house is so old I put one foot down or gently set down my phone on a table my mom runs up the stairs and yells at me he's like you're being too loud I'm like I didn't even move so wow I can't really do anything so I'm just like kind of paralyzed there and I'm just like okay this is nice I can't sleep all these thoughts oh no so what I end up doing is before um, she goes to bed. I'll open up my laptop, plug it, plug it in so it doesn't die in, randomly in the night and charge it in the morning. And I'll listen to like thunderstorms or shamanic drumming or weird deep throaty like Viking-ish growls. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I don't I know, know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. But that's what I listen to to get my mind off of thinking. But lately it's like an inferno. Like I'm in a like fireplace with fire going all around me in my room and I constantly feel like I'm burning so I'm like I can't open my window at night because it gets too cold the heater's on and I yet I close my events but and I have a fan going but it's so hot in there and I'm like oh god okay I feel like I'm in inferno I feel like I'm burning this music isn't helping and it's so loud and it can be complete silence sometimes and I'm like I don't like this you know, before I found my medicine I take for my anxiety, I was literally not able to sleep, period. I basically would toss and turn, my, my head would dwell. I would actually try to tell me bedtime stories to put me to sleep. And to the point where the bedtime stories will take over my whole entire night and I go to school or my day off, drain, and I will actually go three or four days without even sleeping because my mind will not stop on anything yeah i've definitely done that before now i um take a medication that's technically for anxiety but it's like an as needed that makes me really sleepy so right. i, I kind of just take it for sleep but before that i would just like be up for 48 hours someone's like oh i only got like three hours of sleep last night i'm like did i sleep last night i don't remember did i sleep last night yeah that's, that's <laughs> like, me too. yeah and like i just and everyone's just like autumn autumn go to bed <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can't I, and I literally I still I still I cannot sleep during the day I can't nap it doesn't happen for me wow 
If I do, I turn into like a little angry toddler that still acts like they haven't had a nap. And I'm like, I'm tired, go away. <laughs> I remember when I first went to college at Clover Park, long time ago, long time ago. And I remember I had insomnia. I will act literally take NyQuil and something else to put me asleep. I'll be awake all night long and I will be dragging my butt falling asleep in class. Literally falling asleep in class. And then I will go home wide awake, same routine. I went down to my brother's for Christmas. I passed out, best sleep ever. Like, yes, I'm over it. Go home. No, back to the cycle again. So maybe it has something to do with the stress back then then. Maybe, maybe. And your body was like, no, we need to do something. You're awake at night. Do something I've about it. I've definitely been there where I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, I should just get up and like study. I'm, I'm not going to sleep anyway. And so like my brain's like, do something productive. Do something productive. It's like, sleep is productive. Please sleep. <laughs> like, right, right, <laughs> right. All right. So I know you guys got to go to class and stuff. So how, let's wrap this all up real quick. So how can you educate our audience on stress release one time I don't, you go first because oh, i had like three things okay well, three. okay three so um listen to music not depressing music listen to like something soft if you want or happy songs it's really hard to find those that actually make you feel happy draw do some type of art if you just want to get a canvas and paint and just get a paintbrush or your hands and just start throwing it at the canvas do that it gets some energy released um or go for a walk, do something physical to help relieve yourself. And when I say go for a walk, I don't mean go for a walk in the city, it's too loud. Go for a walk in the woods if you can, or in a, a meadow or a park. Just be in nature and it does really help you, like relieve stress and everything. Next. Um, honestly, listen to music you feel comfortable with and something that will relax you. Um, make sure to like, be true to yourself and talk to yourself from time to time. Like, I know people say, like, don't talk to yourself. It's weird. Mm -hmm. But um, it's really not. Everyone does it. And yeah, I do it it's, all the time. it's such a, like, a conversation you can't have with anyone else. It's a conversation you have with yourself. And right. it's it's something that, like, I find comfortable and I find um, sometimes necessary mm -hmm. to talk to myself. But, um... Like, just listen to music you're comfortable with. Find someone you're comfortable talking with. Um, it doesn't have to be your family or anybody close to you. You can find some random stranger online. But, like, as long as you release some sort of, like, of some sort of stress or some sort of, like, pressure within, like, your head or some weight on your shoulders and you release something, it's, it's great. And it's, like, I hope for... I hope, <laughs> um, I wish you the best in anything you do, and I hope you guys find a way to release all this stress, and I, if, or if you're having finals or if you're having trouble at home, find some sort of way to cope with it, a healthy way to cope with it, and um, if you don't believe in yourself, know that there's someone out there that believes in you. Yeah, um, so on a finishing note, kind of related to that, um, something I would like to put out there that um, I've had to learn is that crisis lines aren't just for life or death or life or death situation. If you're having like a late night panic attack, call a crisis line if you need, need to talk it out with someone. Um, it's definitely a thing that people need to under, understand that that's there for you if your, your panic attack is a crisis, if you need to talk to someone. 
Um, but on a final note for like stress relieving in general, um, everyone is wired differently. Everyone relieves stress differently. Kind of my only advice is find what works for you and make sure that you have a healthy, healthy outlet for stress or stress. Don't um, tr try to avoid overeating, try to avoid working yourself out to death <laughs> and try, try to avoid unhealthy behaviors to relieve stress. Um, like Amanda was saying, do art, listen to music, find things that work for you in a healthy way and like shop around for stress relieving behaviors because um, it's really good when you have something you can go straight to. And my personal note is just, yeah, read, do your best to think positive, listen to classic music. I listen to Inya to help me relax. Sometimes um, drumming helps me out. I haven't done that for a while, but I need to get back into it. Drawing, kind of agree. And uh, take your best, do the best you can to just breathe and be positive and have faith in yourself. All right, cool. Thanks, ladies. Yep. All right, thanks. Bye. You're welcome. You. And now I include this session of Good Morning Coffee with Shells. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Morning Coffee Sipping with Shells. It's presented by LTA Team Radio. We want to thank our following sponsors for their continued support. Ramshaw Records, Kate Keller, Papa Satch, Alicia's from the Two Blunt Bitches uh, podcast, and our newest sponsor, Pet Concierge in Tacoma, Washington. If you'd like to help LT18 grow with your donations by going to lt18radio.com or letstalkaboutthemusic.com. On the side panel, you'll see three different PayPal buttons for U.S., U.K., and Canada donations. Again, thanks for listening to Good Morning Sipping, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day.